0: Hello again, and welcome to Crime and Music. I'm your host, Brian J. Kinsley, and with me as always, my friend Ben Rupa.
1: Sounds like I'm going to get into a boxing ring. <laughs> that was kind of my, my <laughs> Bruce
0: Buffer-inspired
1: intro. <laughs> no, all right?
0: Every other Wednesday, this man and I bring you a true crime podcast about people in and around the music business. We cover things like murder, mystery, crime history, music history, and more. If you like that sort of thing, share with a friend. We're trying to get. What do we go for? We went for Nebraska. No. no we went for Wyoming, Wyoming. last week. Let's so. do Nebraska. Oh, uh, yeah, let's or go to Nebraska. Wanna, yeah, start keeping
1: uh, Heartland there.
0: Run Basket. Uh, yeah, no, Continental. Continental. Uh, So if you like that sort of thing, share with your friends in Nebraska.
1: Please, Nebraska, we need one.
0: Hit us up on the social medias. Find us on the interwebs, www.criminmusic.com. Leave a speakpipe. Those are fun. It's a little voicemail message you can leave to us right on the internet, right from your device. It doesn't like Google, and I get that. But man, you Android users, find some other things and and go to speakpipe and hit us up.
1: Hey, yeah, uh, I've done the SpeakPipe. It's not that hard. <clears throat> it's not that hard. It's fun.
0: No, SpeakPipe's fun, man. I,
1: I wonder if people would be a little scared to do that because then they're worrying about their voice being on the radio. Let me tell you, it's
0: going to be. <laughs> we will play any messages we get on speak pipe so yeah. be assured. Um, here's another thing, too. If, you've got some, if you're creative and you've got some songs or some type of uh, bumper music you want to send to us, send it to... Music at gmail.com and and we'll put it in between like with our commercials and stuff so uh yeah not that you're going to listen to a ton of commercials but you know like the breaks and things and we'd give them credit too right oh absolutely shout shout out out for sure let people hit hit up your creative works stuff fun so uh all right we're back again for another round are you ready to go yeah i'm ready to go (laughs) (laughs) however you want to do it (laughs) it's good you're so ready Oh, all right. <clears throat> hey, we are uh, uh, back again this time with another podcast. So let's get right into it.
2: <laughs> we're recording. Guess
1: the guest, my friend. We're, <laughs> we're just right into it. <laughs> Nuts to that. All right. Just to, I'm going to clue everybody in. I'm sorry, man. I'm, I want to be honest with our, our, our listeners yeah, out there. It's important. <laughs> we did. We just got so excited. I had a phone call. I have Brian's like, are you ready? I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm giving like the cut sign. Doing and the we listen to slash. It. Go, and I, I, it. I have a feeling we're not going to edit this together. It's going to feel real, real to everybody. This is roar. Yeah, we just. Rawr. I thought my I thought the kid's school was calling. I was like, no. oh, I got to pick up a sick kid. Take care of your kids. A, take no, care no, of your kids, kids everybody. It was the vet. I had to take care of my dog. Take care of your dogs, oh, everybody. My. Yeah, dog, dog is. Oh, you know you got two very nice dogs. Yeah. You take very good care of your dogs. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Are you one of these people that takes them to the vet when you're supposed to and stuff? Almost. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. <laughs> Almost, it's very, very yeah. hard. Yeah. But we just did the whole entire surgery thing with the dog for the, the – It's a puppy. The ben stay. got a puppy. got a puppy. Ben it's ben a hound a dog. Puppy. Hound dog. English, I'm a hound dog. Ow, English fox-owned. Mutt. So a mutt. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So we had – actually, when we got her, it was at the rescue. And nice. her, her, rescue her name's dog. Berkeley. We got her in Berkeley. Very Ooh. nice little dog. She's Sweet. learning a lot. She's pretty fun, energetic, friendly dog and here's the dog part of the podcast and and uh dog, of course we're going to be good dog, dog owners and we expect to get her you know fixed spay she's uh, get her lady parts taken out so we just did that and that's who was calling the vet. we have a, a follow up appointment tomorrow it was a week ago friday we got her fixed she's doing great can't keep her our, she wants to run and play can't
2: they, they ripped stitches open got to keep
1: them yeah. relaxed and down so yeah new member of the family and um it's my wife's dog it's all of our dog, but boy. you're
0: gonna take care of the dog time. Sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one. That's the, I'm the scary person in the house. I'm the. I'm you will Durr. be the
0: favorite of the dog too. No,
1: I won't. No, no. Everybody else is the favorite. I'm the one that has to lay down the law.
0: Oh, you're that part.
1: Yeah, it's oh, the same okay. with the kids. I don't think the kids even like me that well, much. Well, the
0: dog will eventually respect you. So it'll good. Be that's
1: your what we want. Dog, dog respect. Yeah. Mad dog respect. It'll be all important. right, on to the new part of the. So that we felt like a little disjointed, here, didn't, <laughs> didn't All right, we. People right now are just like, are these people even recording? Do they know that the the mics are about? on? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I can All see right. the mics are on. All right, this is a true crime podcast. True crime podcast true about crime people pod.
0: in and around the music business, and we're just gonna f- go right to the stage. Guess, guess the guest. I get to guess guest. Yeah, we're gonna try to have you guess the guest.
1: No, I didn't did i do i did, I didn't did get not last get episodes. last episodes no did i not no because i wouldn't have been able to get i didn't know his name
0: i don't i think you you're like one for four at this
1: point i'm <laughs> counting i guess keith moon you did not you know i said the wrong name but i keith it was in my heart i wanted to say that guy's and name. and i
0: even got to jb and you said justin timberlake and so
1: i felt like i should have got snow it wasn't snob no, uh, Snawab. Right. S- 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 wob. Let's try. Let's
0: try. These are getting. These are. they uh, getting better. I'm
1: telling right.
0: you. All right. Um. <laughs> I love when I just lead with his name. Ra- ra- radio for
1: one. No. Go ahead. Yeah. All right.
0: <laughs> uh, king of the twelve strings.
1: All right. I'm gonna automatically assume we're in a country genre.
2: Well. I don't
1: all right. Oh, no, king. Months. King. I a, it's a guy. King, king of the twelve probably strings. Probably. Twelve strings. All right. All right, next one.
0: His name is Hoodie Ledbetter.
1: Hoodie Ledbetter. All right, no, wow. That's a weird name.
0: Some people might say he has an iron stomach.
1: Uh, People are screaming into their ear pods. I I know, I I feel like I'm on the spot here. I don't think this is, (laughs) it's not casual enough for me to know things.
0: I like it, though. Right. Um, King of the Twelve Strings, Hoodie Ledbetter, has an iron stomach. Uh, I don't know. Are you familiar with the musician Leadbelly?
1: Oh, okay. that, that, that went through my head. No. I <laughs> me. I've heard the word. <laughs> I've heard, heard the, the word. Belly. I've heard leadbelly. Leadbelly, yes.
0: leadbelly. Right. Ledbelly. Uh, Hoodie? Hoodie right. Ledbetter. Ho- I'm just letting the, the this music play out. It's so close to the end.
1: <laughs> That's what she said. Um. <laughs> and we're finished. That's what I said. <laughs> Hoodie Ledbetter. That sh- I, I should get until the end of the song to try to guess. We should do, okay, that, that's how long this home takes. <laughs> we promise we'll never go further than the song like I'll we're doing him. now. All right.
0: right. Uh, no. Okay. Hoodie
1: Ledbetter. January
0: 20th, 18- You got a fat stack of cards there, Brian. Uh, well, he's a very important musician, Ben. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. All right. January 20th, 1888. Born Hoodie William Ledbetter on Jeter Plantation near Mooringsport, Louisiana. When? 1888 oh wow yeah buddy you know what that means we got treats (laughs) oh
1: we got some tasty treats we got
0: some tasty treats
1: all right we can so it's 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 a public domain now it
0: is public domain all right so uh damn it and you know what when i listen to these i say so uh a lot
1: i i don't think i say uh
0: I say so uh
1: so cuz that's uh, how that
0: gets me back into a card and I go, "Well, so uh this guy
1: that's like Brian's nice way to say, "Shut up, Ben?" Yeah, basically.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, wow. I never thought about it. Passive-aggressive. Here we go. <laughs> uh, Hoodie William Ledbetter, born to parents Sally Brown and Wesley Ledbetter. His birthday. Okay. Then <laughs> see right off the jump here, I can tell you it's awkward cuz his birthday in the 1900 US census is listed as uh, Hoodie is 12 years old, born in 1888, but then in 1940 census, his wife lists his age at 51, which means he was born in 1889, but then when he registered for the draft in 1942, he lists his age as January 23rd, 1888, which is three days off in a different year, and his birthplace as Freeport, Louisiana.
1: All right, so they didn't keep the best records <laughs> so or right memory. Right
0: off the get, We uh, who knows?
1: So. He was born... Before 1900. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: 1888.
1: And when did he register for the draft?
0: 1942.
1: So he was like 50 years old?
0: This dude lived through World War I, the Great Depression, World War II. What a time to be
1: alive. (laughs) And people think it's terrible today. And? I'm not having kids. It's the worst time ever. (laughs) I I bet Hoodie Ledbetter would uh, disagree.
0: He was a minority in Texas.
1: Okay. (laughs) It's still not.
0: We'll get there. All right. So right out, besides his age, his name Hootie H U D D I E, and some were calling him Hooty, and some were calling him H U D, but Ledbetter himself <laughs> says it, which we'll get to. Uh, oh, we'll get there later. And the he says the thing his name is Hootie, like Hootie, like Hootie in like, the Blowfish, but Hoodie. not a T, like a right. D, like Hootie,
1: like like Stewie saying, <laughs> Whip. Whip Hootie, Hootie Ledbetter. Hootie. I have no stewie at all. Yes. I don't I don't have anything. <laughs> I'm you're the m you, you make the voices. Let's
0: do this, fat man. No, see that's nothing.
1: That's all not right. just like some old English dude. Hmm. Cherry out. You see? or uh, yeah. Okay. I still hope
0: we didn't lose too many English listeners with the Keith Moon podcast. Oh, no. They
1: love this stuff. They they got a great sense of humor. <laughs>
0: they are very funny people. Yeah.
1: All right. You might not get it, but they're funny.
0: Other funny people, the people of Mooringsport, Louisiana. That's a city <laughs> located in western Cato Parish on the south shore of Lake Cadu. Cadu. Cadou. Cadou. Lake, oh, Cadou. Cadou. lake, Cadou. lake Cadou. French, Caddo. Lake Cado Lake Caddo. C-A-D-D-O. It is. It's Lac Caddo. It's a lake between Texas and Louisiana border. Okay. And it, it's named after the Native Americans called the Caddoians who live there. I'm yeah. sure the French named them. Well, they got expelled in the 19th century. Do you want me to go down the world of the Caddoians?
1: <laughs> no, I'm good. I knew you would
0: ask. All right. As of 2010, uh had a population of 793.
1: Now, see here. When 793 I f- people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right
0: <laughs> so when i first wrote the card like, uh i had a statistic from 2000 where they had a population of 833 so somewhere they lost 40 people just took off they're like
1: we're out of here I-, I wonder if anybody lives there today so ghost well, town yeah maybe uh
0: as of 2016 the estimate there are 778 people there so they lost from 93 to 78 <laughs> all right <laughs> um all my other numbers are crossed out because they're all wrong. So, <laughs> residing in the town, 80% white people, Caucasians, 17.77% African-American, uh, 0.36% Native American, supposedly Hoodie's mom was half Native American, and uh, 1.32% from two
1: or more races. All right. So, it's a, it's a small place. It's a small town right.
0: in Louisiana. So, total population, um, there is eight, 28.3% under the age of 18, and the median income for a household is $32,177. So,
1: we've had uh, this Hootie. Hootie who, Ledbetter. Who, yeah. Hootie Ledbetter. Um, and we've also had uh, Lil Wayne. Yes. From Louisiana.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Lil Wayne is another Louisianan.
1: <clears throat> so, you want to know what's weird every time, and I notice this not just on our podcast, but right. for like talking to people out in the world. When I talk about Louisiana, I am hu- I get hungry.
0: <laughs> they have so much good food. I love their food. I've never been. I want The wife and I want to go to New Orleans or someplace and New check Orleans. out Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, no, they
1: got, like, some food you just don't get up here. You can't get fresh crawdad up in Michigan. It's true. Not without ordering 38 pounds of it express <laughs> mail. I've looked into this, and I'd love that you can get frozen crawfish, which are okay. It's not the same. The shrimp they do down there is really good. A lot of the different seafood, even after the BP oil spill, is so phenomenal. And the huh. way they cook it is simple, traditional, and 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 it's it's there's no rules, just right. But that that you should do an ad for Louisiana. <laughs> no, Sounds I think great. it just did. And this <laughs> segment is brought to you by, by Louisiana. Louisiana. No, I I do. I get hungry talking about Louisiana.
0: Well, all right. All right. I got, I got nothing off that. It makes me
1: hungry as well. I, I you. No. So. And Brian won't let me have snacks. So. You,
0: you didn't bring crunchy snacks. That's I, There's you. a
1: box of Rollos right there. I'm not eating any of them. Did you want some? No.
0: That's not crunchy. Rollos are not crunchy. I still
1: feel chewy. Not a sponsor. All
0: right. <laughs> Notable people from Mooringsport, uh, Mayor of Shreveport, Sam Cadwell, and Texas author and investigative journalist and state senator, Bill P. Keith. Oh, Bill P. Keith. Yeah, Bill P. Keith. Oh.
1: Bill P. So there
0: you go. Bill, Bill P. P. Uh, <laughs> Hoodie's childhood. Hoodie, uh, he was the younger of two children, Wikipedia says, or five children, and at one point he was an only child.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the records they kept on. God, dude.
0: It's so frustrating. i like cross it out right back. His parents cohabitated for years, but finally got legally married on February 26th, 1888. Hoodie was one month old, maybe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, okay. Well, it's painting a pretty good picture of this guy's early existence.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: So when he was five years old, eighteen ninety-three, maybe, the family moved to Bowie County, Texas. Now, when I first read this, I sort of imagined a different Bowie in my head. They were like, the ch- 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 change,
1: <laughs> golden <laughs>
0: years, right? And wap, I was wap, like, wap. that sounds like a sweet town, man. But it was actually named after the guy with the knife,
1: Mr. Right. Bowie. Real- Jim, 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 Jim Briggard Bowie, Jim Bowie. That was Jim, Jim Bowie. And it was a real person back in the day of like Daniel Boone. Correct. I think I'm counting on you for this
0: Western Western thing. Yeah. They were
1: all in the Alamo together. (laughs) They slept there. The Alamo. They they slept (laughs) there. They they stayed a little while. (laughs) The Alamo. They were evicted quickly. (laughs) 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 Well,
0: the, the coonskin hats were just. Yeah. They know. No fur.
1: The the Mexicans did not take no shine to them. No fur. Okay, David Bowie, real quick. <laughs> there, there's a, a Mick Jagger, David Bowie song they do together. It's wow, very wow, popular. Wow. No, it's, it, it's a, it was done in the, I think the early '80s. Okay, and there's a video of it dancing in the streets, dancing. In, yeah, in the streets. I think they did it Be together. David Bowie and Mick Jagger. Okay, and someone brilliantly took it, the video, <laughs> and took all the audio out and added their own words and audio into it nice I, it's it's replayable it's that good like you can watch it once and you're like Oh watch that again it's that's funny. hilarious yeah they they dub all the noises and sounds and the, there's no real music and it's nothing from david bowie or mick jagger other than the video and the and the and the and, the, and you know of them dancing around in the streets <laughs> right
2: that's in the streets it's uh, okay all right
0: so this guy yeah no that's which i you know whatever Recency effect, I was thinking David Bowie instead of Dan, whatever, whatever, whoever Bowie you said. Yeah. The knife guy.
1: The knife guy. The knife guy. The Bowie knife guy. The knife guy. <coughs> Boy. All right. Boy, am I getting sick of
2: this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he receives his first instrument from his Uncle Terrell an accordion. Oh,
1: okay. You know, an accordion. Well, yeah. They, they have, um, the they s- did a lot of accordion down there. The accordion. I mean, they
0: still do. The squeeze box. Yeah. The stomach steinway.
1: The stomach steinway. Never heard that one.
0: Right. Well, that's all I got because the next one was, and it says the and then blank. I was like, I got nothing for accordion. Yeah.
1: All the Creole bands play a lot of accordion. Then they play the washboards. You didn't
0: want to know what Urban Dictionary said accordion was. <laughs> <laughs> all well.
1: right. There's your homework, folks. Go out and Ooh. look at an Urban Dictionary, our fr- second most cited. Right, piece of information we find and find out what an accordion is.
0: <laughs> and then uh, Uncle Terrell also teaches uh, Hootie the some basic guitar, so like okay. like the windmill and like finger tapping, you know, power chords. Well,
1: I thought the Who invented power chords? No, they did. I was joking.
0: Oh. And that's a call back to the Who and the Keith Moon episode. So do I'm, that.
1: Yeah, I'm still not sure about that.
0: <laughs> Hootie attended school. Somebody had to come up with power chords before, before that, then. right? <laughs> You're thinking like, like they think about it. Like, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Right. Whatever. Anyway. So uh, Hootie attended school in Texas until around age 13. He played in the school band, and he focused on music a lot. Like, you know, he, he would play. He would be the guy to play at local dances and parties and stuff, and these things called Suki Jumps. Suki. Suki Jumps. That might be a Louisiana okay. thing. I don't know. But that he was the entertainment man. So age 15, 16. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe. We'll call it 1903. Uh, Hootie built a pretty good reputation as musician oh god here we go musicianer well, musician mu- musicianer <laughs> musicianer Are you we're going to go with no i it's just cuz it's not <laughs> like uh, uh, it's not like engineer it's cuz it's one e it's musician
1: so you, it's like, you can't read your own writing. That no, ride. I can totally
0: read. It's no, mus- a no, musicianer. Got
1: pretty, you got nice writing. R- I,
0: yeah, I write like an engineer. All capital letters and yeah. small. So it's musicianer. So he made a, he made a pretty good rep as a musicianer, and uh, he was performing in Saint Paul's Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> it's a notorious red light district. I tr- bet it is. <laughs> Shreveport. His mother was not happy about it. She's like, dude, she didn't want her 15-year-old hanging out like saloons and brothels and dance halls down there on Fannin Street. People of Louisiana are like, woo, Fannin Street. It's a famous street All with right. saloons and brothels. <laughs> no, I can imagine. And, no,
1: yeah. So, uh, 15, then, though, it's I feel like there. that that's the 18, 19 of today.
0: 1903, I mean.
1: Right, they didn't live that long. He's probably live. That's middle age. Live, yeah. It's true. Yeah.
0: We'll get there. Uh, 1908. Mary, uh, Hootie marries 15 year old Althea. She likes to be called Elfie, which was awkward because it's L E T H E. I'm like, how am I supposed to say it? And then I was like, oh, Elfie.
1: All right. I like that. Yeah, he marries 15
0: year old Elfie Anderson.
1: And he's he's how old at this time? Uh,
0: 1908. <laughs> he would have been 20 or 21. Oh. <laughs> or 20 or 19. Again, different era, I guess.
1: <laughs> I, sp- I guess. I
0: suppose, right? 15. So, in the 1910 census, uh, lists Hoodie and Elfie as living next door to his parents.
1: All right. No. Keeping He's it simple. Like, a couple people live in this town, He's, apparently. Well,
0: right. I mean, uh, Hoodie started taking the show on the road, though, going farther from home base and, uh, like, outside of the red light district in Stout of Shreveport. It uh, went across the street. Yeah, right. Well, he wasn't a faithful husband on the road. He bragged that he made it with uh, eight to ten women a night oh bullshit see that sounds like a lot of work to me too bullshit. i was like dude that's a lot and then what teenage guy doesn't be like dude i totally was like banging eight cents the, they're canadian though you don't know them <laughs> like that was we're from michigan so it's like oh i got a canadian girlfriend like she's super hot dude does all sorts of weird things to me but you i uh, no, you nah, never meet no, her she's
1: kind of european style yeah
0: you know? she doesn't like to go across the border so not that border but you know what i mean
1: like the border. so yeah so that's what he was saying about eight that. to ten a night that's a lot of work,
0: dude. I'm just um, saying. Call him bullshit.
1: Go ahead, whatever. That's his story. Oh. He can tell it any way he wants. Never back let muscles. the truth get in the good way of a story. <laughs>
0: yeah. right? So, somewhere around 1912, uh, he, round, he wanders around Dallas with blues singer Blind Lemon Jefferson. You ever hmm. hear Blind no. no.
1: No, these people are 100 and some odd years old. Uh, I know, ago. but
0: these guys are like really influential. Uh, I've heard like... of Lead Belly. Okay. Well, I mean, ahead. I've heard and of so that. I didn't right. know he was this old. Right. Well, anyway, we'll, re- we'll get there. Yeah. So, uh, Blind M- Melon. Nah, Blind Melon. That's what I wrote, and then I crossed it out. I was like, it's <laughs> Blind Lemon, you moron. Did you write you moron? I, no, it's just in my head. Like, the other voices. So. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, Blind They're Lemon moron. Jefferson is the father of the Texas Blues. He died at Thirty-six. So
1: all oh, the two-chord blues. Right, uh,
0: blind from birth. He was good a guitar player. He had a high voice, so it was really hard to imitate him. But he sold like a million dollars in records. Or like a million rec. I'm sorry, he sold a million records. In the nineteen
1: twenties. Wow, well that's So he was very popular. Big numbers were way bigger back then.
0: Right. Yeah. So Hoodie and him are wandering around Dallas around nineteen twelve or so, like just jamming out, playing the local shows and gigs and stuff like that.
1: And back then it was probably just a little ranch town. Yeah. Like Dallas. Well, Dallas.
0: Right. So Lemon takes Hoodie out to hear some local Mexican musicians, right? Oh dude. And that's when he sees her.
1: Big and curvy and loud.
0: The twelve string guitar.
1: Oh, I thought you were talking about Fiona.
0: <laughs> Elfie and no. Uh, Hootie buys an, uh, a 12-string guitar right there, man. He never goes back to a, a skinny six-string ever again. He's he's on the, the fat neck.
1: It, you, well, okay, so it's if you don't play guitar. If you don't. If you don't. This is you. Or, no, well, I don't really play guitar. I have a guitar. You play more guitar than I do. Well, no, but I, I, I think if you hear... Oh, a six-string guitar, that's what a typical, normal, every g- right. guitar has six. You're like, oh, 12-string guitar. That's twice as hard to play. But, uh, the strings
0: not... are really close to each
1: other, yeah, right? Yeah, so when you're, you're you're fingering the strings, <laughs> you, you don't even... If you know how to play the six-string, you can pretty easily trans- transfer that knowledge over to the 12-string.
0: But it has a much more full sort of sound. A
1: melodic, yeah. And um, so our friend... Melodic. I like Matt. Um, <clears throat> we can't say his last name. Apparently, I'm gonna start. We have said his last name. <laughs> it's gonna, been on the podcast. Edited out. <laughs> our friend Matt. Until there's a he legal bought, disclaimer. He bought a twelve string back in uh, back in the day of the band. It always sounds good. And then he sold it. I think he. Yeah. He. I thought it sounded good. I remember trying to play it. I'm like, it's certainly not that different. I don't think a lot of people play them today. I think it's, no, it's no. not in
0: pop uh, fashion. I guess. Not,
1: no, not popular. So this this guy. This, I'm, I, I feel like you're leading us to telling us that this is what he does. The 12-string. The
0: king of the 12-string was king his of nickname, dude. String.
1: All right. I have a feeling he might play it for more than a week. We'll get there. All right. 1915,
0: Hoody gets into a bar brawl, fighting going on, and uh,
1: Hoody pulls a pistol. A pistol? A pistola. A pistola. What do you, what do, you do with your pistol? When you pull it out? Yeah. Well, honestly, if you have enough, <laughs> if, if, okay, if you're in a situation where you got to pull a gun. You're in a bar brawl. You're in a situation where you, where you use a gun. Pull your gun out. If somebody hits them in the head with a crowbar, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I don't know where these
2: fucking tools are coming from. I
1: would love that. But what do you do? When somebody pulls a pistol on me yeah. or when I pull a pistol on No, when on you somebody? pull a
0: pistol on somebody. You shoot them. No, you pistol whip people. Oh. Yeah, you like pistol whipping people. That's so, when you just uh, bring a hammer. And he gets ar- in the head with a hammer. He gets arrested for uh, punching a dude in the face and carrying a pistol, and he gets convicted for the pistol, and he's sentenced to hard labor uh, chain gang in Harrison County,
3: Texas.
1: I, you know, I, you've always seen the cowboy movies where people get hit in the head with a pistol or the butt <sighs> of a pistol. Oh, God. Or they use the their their gun as right. a, like a hammer like a or hammer. something. Exactly. I, I have a couple guns. I don't have a lot of guns. I'm not a gun guy, but I feel like I'd ruin my gun. That seems I don't like it
0: would be a lot of like damage to the gun. Yeah, a gun is a hammer, a not a good tool. No. <laughs> you know what the works way better? that thing's pointing. As a hammer, <laughs> the, way, <laughs> the way that thing's pointing, what you're holding on, it's not a, not a good uh, geometry there. But some and of them then, old
1: revolvers and the pi- old pistols. It's is, iron, I guess, they, right? Well, they're they're. Metal. I mean, they're hit in the face with a big piece of metal is gonna he,
0: hurt. <laughs> he, he was whacking people in the face, so he gets uh, right. sent to the chain gang.
1: Now um, he was on the chain gang.
0: Chain gangs, and it says, "Do we need to explain these?" Like that <laughs> I mean seriously. I you people haven't talked about chain gangs in a while, right? Like that might be. We have some demographics of the eighteen to twenty-four year olds. What up, yo? And. Uh, yeah. What that's me being a nerd. So no, I, I think a chain
1: gang is nerd. there's a couple. Di- the chain gangs I think were a lot of times, like from everything I've learned from Bugs Bunny films, <laughs> is that there were a bunch of criminals that were all chained together by right. the ankle and correct. Typically, they're just making big rocks into little rocks with hammers. That's correct. Or I think they also today the today. equivalent would be you'd see like a prison boss or a sheriff's big bus on the side of the road and they're all picking up, you know, like cleaning up the side of a, uh, an expressway or something.
0: I think you said that Mindy McCready. I think you came down and you said, hey, they were cleaning yeah. up the highway. Yeah, there was
1: one. I'll see him every once so, in okay. so so a So there are drives. still chain gangs, Well, I guess. I don't, I they're didn't... not all chained together. It's a mental chain. It's, a, it's more of a emotional... gun, I'll shoot you if you leave this gang gang. An emotional chain. Okay. <laughs> so, on uh, your honor on your honor chain gang.
0: Right. You, uh, he's a musician, right? And uh, he doesn't like waking up early, and he doesn't like breaking rocks. So after a couple months, uh, Hootie escapes, and he goes running when the guard wasn't looking. And the legend has it that Hootie outran the search dogs to escape.
1: I, I'm i interested, seriously. I'd like to give it a shot, like on Mythbusters. <laughs> to, to outrun search dogs? I just want to like try to evade... The Bloodhound.
0: There is a reality show, or was a reality show, where you could do that. Like, you were, you had to escape prisoners, and they had there profilers was. finding you, and yeah, things like that. Yeah, I would
1: like to, so I, that'd be fun. Somebody I think knows I could,
0: what that was. Shout us out, like, on Twitter, or Facebook, or the Instagram, escape. or something like that. Something was it like, The Greatest Escape? I don't remember, man. Or was that a Clint Eastwood movie? But that was a that was Clint Eastwood Alcatraz. movie, That's the Birdman.
2: <coughs> okay.
0: So, <clears throat> what do you do when you run away from the chain gang? Where are they never gonna find you? In the swamp. Yeah, well, he went to his parents' farm. <laughs>
1: Was it in the swamp? No. That's the first place that they're going to go to look for <laughs> you, dude. Him. Hey, what do you write down on his on his uh, uh emergency contacts? <laughs> his mom. Go go check there.
0: Dude, okay. fun FYI, his parents sold their farm to pay for his legal defense. Oh. <laughs> Empty beer that got spilled. Woo. All right.
1: Did you catch that part? No, I was expecting beer to get dumped on my lap.
0: No, I finished a can all so the way this down. So
1: this is a story of the Magi here. He ran to the place that they had to sell <laughs> to pay for his legal defense, and then he—it's a yes,
0: it chicken is, egg, egg thing here. Very it's good.
3: A, give it uh, to the Magi.
0: His dad tries sending him to New Orleans. Nolens. Nolens. His dad tried sending. Him. He's like, "Go to Nolens. We got some family there. They'll take care of you." Hootie didn't like Nolens, so he moved to. DeKalb, Texas, under an assumed name, Walter Boyd, don't tell anybody,
1: (laughs) Walter Boyd, yes, Boyd Aviation,
0: DeKalb, Texas is in the northeast part of Texas near (laughs) Arcanas,
1: Arcanas, that's a joke,
0: Uh, in DeKalb, Texas, Hootie slash Walter, that's going to get awkward saying that the whole time, but here we go. <clears throat> we'll,
1: we'll just call him Hootie.
0: Nope. Hootie slash Walter, because Walter gets convicted of things. Hootie <laughs> slash Walter worked as a uh, farm laborer, All right, and he didn't play out a whole lot because he didn't want to draw attention to himself, you know, and so some relatives were helping him out, and he and Elthy split up. Hootie had plenty of other women to keep him company, so he says.
1: Hey, there. <clears throat> just recently there was a, a story I read about a dude that went on a, like, a televised game show Okay. Um, I think it was like um, not a, not. I don't think it was like Wheel of Fortune, one of the big ones that are on every day. It's like more of a daytime game show thing. And um, <clears throat> he was a he was he had a warrant out for his arrest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he was on TV, and he, he used a fake name, and he won the TV show whatever oh, it was like upwards no. or cash or or the. $2,000 pyramid or whatever, right, right. and he and he won it, and he's all excited, woo, oh, and somebody no. somebody saw him, called it in, and when he went to go pick up his winnings, guess he was waiting for him, because <laughs> you don't leave with what you won that day, I don't think, <laughs> on these game shows, No. so he well, wins the thing, he's all excited, he goes back maybe to his house or wherever, and a week or two later, he's come to get the check, or whatever you gotta do on a game show to win, and the cops are waiting for him, that's pretty good, that's guys, just that, you guys so got dull. my boat? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got step in here, Mr. Sim- Smith.
0: <laughs> there was there was a Simpsons episode where they were calling in all the warrants, and rather than go pick everybody up, they said, you want a free boat? And so all the dumb ones showed up, and Homer was like, guys, uh, got my
1: boat. Literally, the, 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 seriously, <laughs> there was a thing where they busted a bunch of, like, mafia people <laughs> at a wedding, a fake wedding. They had two oh. undercover cops get married. Oh, God. And all the mob wedding. mafia people came in, and they just, like, basically – Got them all in the hall, <laughs> chained the doors, and brought in the <laughs> brought in the cavalry.
0: And you win a lifetime sentence. And you win a lifetime sentence. And you win a lifetime sentence. And there were sentence. people getting
1: arrested just uh, in disbelief. Like this is not
0: happening. No, no, Am I being punked, Ashton? <laughs> Ashton? <laughs> in Dak? The, Anyone? In Dak Shepard.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, so.
1: Dak's from Michigan,
0: isn't he? I believe he is. Yeah. All right. Walter Boyd, <clears throat> Boyd aka AKA lead, <laughs> aka lead Belly. Uh, Walter made a reputation for himself in DeKalb. He's known for two things, hanging with the ladies and fighting. All right. I, <laughs> uh, him but I don't have a lot in common at this point. So uh, Walter Hoodie, Walter slash Hoodie, goes traveling with some family, right? Specifically a uh, relative named Will Stafford. Will Stafford. And I don't get used to him. <clears throat> Will and Hoodie. Well, Hoodie, well. Walter Hoodie slash Will. All right, I'm just going to call him Hoodie. I can't
1: Just say call it. him Hoodie. We all know that that's Hoodie. Hoodie, Hoodie. All right,
0: Hoodie gets into a di- disagreement with Will Stafford. Some reports said Will uh, was Hoodie's cousin's husband. Okay. And he wasn't nice, and he was doing bullshit. The exact word in the article was doing bullshit.
1: Oh, well, don't want that to
0: happen. <laughs> so Hoodie confronts him and his buddies. For what? For doing bullshit. Okay. With a knife. Oh, bullshit with a knife? And a pistol. (laughs) So, Hoodie knocks out one of the dudes cold and uh, shot Will Stafford dead. Oh,
1: wow. Yeah. All for bullshit.
0: All for some bullshit. From a cousin's husband's wife. Whatever. (laughs) So uh, June 7th, uh, 1918. Uh, Walter Boyd is arrested and charged with homicide. He's convicted and sentenced to 30 years hard labor, and he is imprisoned at the Imperial Farm in Sugarland, Texas.
1: That sounds like a nice place. Well,
0: it's now called the Central Unit. <laughs> the Central Unit.
1: <laughs> I couldn't do it. I tried so
0: hard. The central. Because oh, the note says, I know some people <laughs> who should be called the Central Unit. <laughs> oh, my God, I can't do it.
1: <laughs> the Central. I think I got a oh, new geez. stage, a new porn <laughs> name. <laughs> so much for buck naked. Oh I'm gonna be god. now the central unit. <laughs>
0: oh god, it's not that funny, god. bro. It's so funny to me because you only you only heard it. I saw it and heard it. I had two <laughs> different stimuli. Is that still a prison down there? Oh my god, the central unit. Yes, it's still there. <laughs> Oh, your, God. Th- your central
1: unit's still down. <laughs> My there. central
0: unit in Texas is still available.
1: All right, for all the fourteen-year-olds, <sighs> they think this is hilarious. God, right now. I'm sorry. But Probably. when you
0: we went, we went. There was a college. If you're not from America or Michigan, there's a college called Central Michigan University. So there were a lot of central units out there.
1: <laughs> I'm sent across the table. <laughs> yes, one. so
0: am I. Oh God, I'm dying. As Walter Boyd. Uh, Hooty served seven years on the chain gangs.
1: Oh, so he served it under Walter Boyd's name.
0: Right. Okay. So, uh, Hootie, remember, he didn't like chain gangs? Mm-hmm. So he tries to escape from prison, because, uh... Well, he didn't like it. Pretty much the <laughs> same thing. Oh, God. Uh, he doesn't beat the dogs this time, and he's recaptured, but before he was apprehended, he tried to drown himself in a lake. Oh. He did not want to go back, dude. He did not
1: like the chain gangs. That chain gang was
0: not his thing, dude. All right, while well back in prison, dry, uh, another inmate stabs Hoodie in the neck. And he leaves him with a fearsome scar. And so, like, it goes from, like, his jaw down to, like, his nipple sort of thing. And he wears a bandana to cover it up.
1: Okay. So. That's, yeah, rough life in prison. Why else,
0: why else would I wear this bandana? Well, so, maybe
1: you're a Crip or a blood.
0: Hoodie almost killed the attacker with his own knife. Almost. 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 Didn't. He didn't, though. So around 1924, just before his death. God, it's so long ago. <laughs> it's not, well, I mean, it is, but it's not. You know what I mean? So it's like 100 years. It's not that long. Well,
1: it feels like it.
0: The Romans were around for like 3,000 years, dude. That's a society.
1: Was it 3,000?
0: I want to say it is. I feel, I feel pretty good about that.
1: I don't think it was 3,000. 300? Maybe closer to 500.
0: That's still five yeah. times what we're talking about.
1: That's a long time, too. All right.
0: Anyway, just before West Letter, just before his death, Wes Ledbetter, Hootie's dad, tried to bribe the prison officials to uh, release his son.
1: I think things like that happened 100 years ago a lot more and probably got away with it, too. Probably. I don't think a lot of prison officials have the ability to do with today's bureaucracy. You got to have some higher up than just. I mean.
0: Oh, dude, there's it's way tighter. now. yeah. Yeah, I and there's
1: different forms of bribery. 1924, now. like you
0: would literally have a bag with like a dollar sign on it. You would <laughs> hand someone, see, possibly like,
1: tied on the end of a bindle.
0: Right, yeah, I love the word bindle. I do. All right. Uh, he's in prison, right? So, the name Lead Belly. There's several conflicting stories that fellow inmates tell you about how he got the name Lead Belly. It was a play on his family named Ledbetter yeah, and like, yeah. like yeah, his physical toughness. Said. He was like a big, burly kind of dude, mm-hmm. right? Like muscular. Others say he was shot in the stomach with buckshot during a brawl. You know, lead, lead in your belly. You and get then,
1: shot in the stomach with buckshot in a brawl? you got a hole <laughs> the size of a Frisbee going through you.
0: That's a brawl. Well, he might have been running away. Well, I guess not in your belly. You'd
1: be running at him. Fuck. I mean, b- buckshot's nasty, nasty stuff yeah, no, yeah. hey, well, anyway, and
0: then another theorizes that he had uh quite a great ability to drink the moonshine, okay, he really liked his moonshine. Did
1: he get shot? Do you know if he got shot? I didn't theory man, no, and right. never said, well, I, I feel like it's probably just for his name, but whatever, lead yeah, better, lead better, lead belly, belly. lead better, right. it's not that big of a right. jump. Oh, sorry, no Michelle, no burping, Michelle, <laughs> Michelle, we're sorry, Michelle, did that rock your car?
0: <laughs> <laughs> All about that bass. Bass. Um, No, and then there's one more I read too that another one of his musician buddies was like. He felt like it was because a lot of lies. He's like he he spoke as if his belly was laid down, ba- weighed down by lead. Uh, I
1: don't know.
2: All, All right, right. Anyway. pick pick the one you like the
0: best. <laughs> That's those are your theories, guys. So check out those ones. Now, <clears throat> back in Sugarland, prison, somehow he smuggled in a twelve-string guitar.
1: <laughs> it's a big butthole. <laughs> that is a big butthole.
0: I'm pointing at my card. It says, do you know what a prison wallet is? <laughs>
1: That's a prison purse. Dude. That's prison luggage. Whoa. <laughs> you got some, some
0: carriage on you. Uh, <clears throat> so he uh, entertained the guards and fellow inmates playing and singing. And uh, thus, Hoodie got high marks for good behavior. So Hoodie builds a little bit of a reputation.
1: So hold him. on. He he smuggles his guitar in. But then he uses it with everybody around. Yes. So once it's in, it's like grandfathered in. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, don't... I don't know. I didn't catch him doing it. I can't even prove he really has it. All right. Play my favorite song, could you? Thanks. All right. This, this was here when I got here. This a 100 years ago, man. This, this is here when I got this here. Is different.
0: Right. Dude, a 12-string guitar in prison. How many people could you kill? <laughs> 12 <laughs> strings. Like... Well, I think they let. You're garroting people. And I just <laughs> used that just so I could use the word garrot. Garrot.
1: Uh, yeah. So, no, I think they let people play musical instruments in, in the jails and whatnots now. It's a good harmonica, which you can fit <laughs> in your prison wallet. <laughs> <laughs> the only approved prison musical instrument is a harmonica. It's a harmonica, as we all know. All right, like movies have taught us or or nothing. Like- just like tap on your belly. Just do the hand, <laughs>
0: the hand bone? The hand bone. Oh, yeah, the
1: hey, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alright,
0: go ahead. Alright, so he's entertaining guards, he's getting a bunch of good behavior, he's building a reputation for himself. The governor comes out to hear him play. The gov the governor. Several times. And he brings friends. <laughs> hey, hey, come sing come see look, the singing convict they call look him. Look what I got. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: Play boy. <laughs>
0: The governor keeps coming to hear him play, and Sahuti has an idea. He writes himself a song. Writes himself a song called, Please Pardon Me.
2: Oh, that's
1: good. That's, yeah.
0: Right. Would you like to know how Please Pardon Me goes? I would love to know how Please Pardon Me goes. Mm -hmm. Please, Governor Neff, be (laughs) good and kind. Have mercy on my great long time. I don't see to save my soul... If I don't get a pardon, try me on parole. If I had you, Governor Neff, like you got me, I'd wake up in the morning, I'd set you free.
1: Oh wow, that's pretty good. That's like a limerick almost.
0: 1925, Governor Pat Morris Neff, who ran on a pledge to not
1: issue pardons, pardons and releases, hoodie after only 7 years. The pardon is a funny thing cuz they, you know our presidents today use pardons regularly. I, th- I think one's about to. <laughs> yeah, I think they can literally <laughs> can pardon, pardon themselves? myself. Yeah.
0: Pardon I, me. I, I pardon he me. You just did, Mr.
1: Nixon. No. The, the, uh, every, no, Ford every um, Nixon
0: has a courtesy.
1: Yeah, he did. Well, that's, it happens. They get pardoned. And prisoner or, uh. So Pence
0: is going to pardon Trump? Oh, wow. Nope.
1: Edit. No, no. <laughs> I, no. Presidents on their way out, and everyone in our <sighs> lifetime's done it. And they, they like clemency stuff.
0: Yeah. Dude, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, I think a lot of times they're goodwill gestures and maybe, maybe should be pardoned. I don't know. I mean, I it's see. just an odd thing. Like, all right, we've gone through all the steps to make you guilty and done the, you know, of your peers. And we've used laws and lawyers and and systems. And then all of a sudden some dude just, they got elected the most popular dude. Yeah. Or not the least popular dude. Anyways. No, He's good. No. Nope. <laughs> Go ahead, take him out of jail. You can go now, sir. We're good. Here. You are free to go. Good, why? Because that guy said so. He was on TV once. Wow. All right,
0: that's true. I never actually thought about it like that. I don't know. It you're just, just <laughs> feels wrong. <laughs> like some dude, I've... some dude just is like,
1: "Nah, yeah, you're good." I don't want to say there's some abuse of power, possibly that could happen. You're good, but there's already abuse of oh, whatever.
0: So right. yeah, not no, a political I mean,
1: podcast here.
0: He, uh, Pat Governor Pat Morris Neff. Well, we we'll just call him Governor Neff. Governor Neff. Um. Only after seven years. Gives him a pardon. And um, that's... He was supposed to get, like... It said seven to 35 years for that escape. And then like, the attempted lake suicide thing. Mm-hmm. So he did, I guess, the What seven about the
1: killing his him. cousin?
0: That's what he was there for. That that was, like, a seven to 35 years sort of... For killing him? I believe so, right.
1: yeah. A so. hundred years ago. Who knows, man? Right. <laughs> uh, it was a crime of passion. Right
0: now, uh, he's... He's free, so we're gonna be free too. We're gonna take a break and uh, listen to these fun things that people say. Commercials. I don't wanna. I don't wanna call them commercials well, though, because
1: you know it's stuff are sponsors. Our sponsors. supporters.
0: Our, our supporters. Yeah. Let's people listen that this help with us with, uh, do this again and again,
1: again continuously right. for people who are listening to it. that really aren't probably paying any money. And. If you want to, though, you've been listening to tales of music superstars. But at Intrigue Escape Games in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, you live the rock star adventure. The Save the Concert Escape Room at Intrigue Escape Games is Michigan's first rock star themed escape room. You and your friends have 60 minutes to be the heroes, live the adventure and save the concert. Book your game now at intrigueescapegames.com. Intrigueescapegames.com. And we're back. No bumper music.
0: No, we heard it before. Remember? We we don't hear it. They oh, hear it.
1: so it's happening right now?
0: No, it happened already.
1: All right, it's over. We do this a lot.
0: So, hoodie is free. He got out of prison. Or, yeah, got out of prison for writing a song to the governor.
1: <laughs> All right. That's not hey, a bad gig, man. I guess. So, like him and the him and the goob were friends.
0: Right. He returns to Mooringsport. Uh he keeps himself in liquor and women by truck driving by day and uh playing
1: gigs out at night. So he wasn't able to come out of prison for being as popular as he was and getting a full time like music music career. Wasn't popular yet. No, okay.
0: No. Nah, just a dude who was they're like, Wow, this guy's
1: good. And he didn't have the following, I guess, amongst people other than Elected officials and uh, prisoners. Incarcerated. Con- yeah, <laughs> <Right>. con- prisoners <laughs> don't
0: attend concerts very regularly.
1: No, they're not allowed to. So, uh, ah, That's
0: like me when I was ten. By this time, Blind Lemon, uh, his records were selling well. Country blues was like peak popularity. That was the hip music of the time. Okay. So, but record scouts didn't really take notice of Lead Belly.
1: Lead Belly? I gosh, I guess I didn't know he was this old.
0: <laughs> January fifteenth, nineteen thirty.
1: Okay. All right. (laughs) Brian's going, 30?
0: I'm like, I want it to be not so old for you. But I mean, geez,
1: that's 90 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) He was born in a different, like a couple decades ago. A different millennia. A couple millennia.
0: Just just the one, but all right. A millennia is a thousand years, buddy.
1: Oh, yeah. Different decade. Century. 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 A couple centuries. Two centuries. Many, many centuries.
0: January 15th. 20th century, 1930. All right. Hootie gets into a fight, uh, which he claims six men tried to steal whiskey from his lunch pail.
1: Oh, that is a... G- <laughs> from his lunch pail. Now, it also
0: doesn't say if they did it all at once or if they were one at a time.
1: He like, had to fight them all like, I, uh, like King of the Hill? <laughs> yeah. Uh, like so a bad Van Damme movie.
0: Hootie is convicted of assault uh, with intent to commit murder.
3: That's assault, brother. <laughs> You're so excited to
1: play that little drop, mark.
3: I was. Did it again.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. That's
1: assault, brother.
0: <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. He's convicted of assault with intent to commit murder. He's convicted. Court records, however, show he was convicted of assaulting a white Salvation Army officer with a knife at a Sar- at a Salvation Army concert after the officer told Hoodie
1: to quit dancing to the music. Sounds like profiling, Brian. It does. And when did the, the Salvation was... Army have? Are they a real army? They're an
0: organized <clears> group <throat> of individuals. That might be an army to some.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know. Do they get? I are they? They're they're are... not sanctioned by our government. Are there generals? I don't know. I bet there are.
2: I bet <laughs> there, <laughs> there
1: probably are. And uh, they had concerts. Apparently,
0: they had concerts. Okay. So no dancing at them, though. Don't be dancing. I okay. get concerts. Yeah, no. Unless you're marching, well, well it's an army. Whoa! Uh, Hoodie's sentenced to ten years at Louisiana State Prison in Angola,
1: just known as mm. Angola. Is he? Um, is he now sentenced under the same name he was sentenced under before, or did he like try to not get in as much trouble using a different name, a pseudonym, a an a, a suit something?
0: After prison officials find out about his priors. He's disqualified for any chance of early release, so they know who he is.
1: All right, they figured it out. Yeah. So
0: depression era southern prisons were not fun. Uh,
1: Hootie, unlike would... today, <laughs>
0: Hootie would receive beatings for minor offenses. Beatings. And he worked as a prison waiter and a laundry man.
1: Yeah, I, you had to have a job in prison.
0: He also developed a sleeping uh, a habit of sleeping with the lights on.
1: I bet he did. So, yeah, I would too. Are you kidding me? I don't think they let you have lights out. It's lights out. Jeez. Lights out.
0: 1933. They had electricity back then?
1: Blow (laughs) your candle out. That's true.
0: That candle goes out. I want to hear it. 1933, a pair of Harvard-trained experts on American folk music, the Lomaxes, John and Alan, uh, they're out collecting songs for the Library of Congress. Really? So, yeah. I I bet these dudes don't know how to play (laughs) The Lomaxes. <laughs> Probably not musicians. Um, you know, teachers. Lob- library of Congress, though. Uh, how would you sum that up for people who aren't from the U.S.?
1: It would be a collection of most of every, all of our knowledge. In like a collected country. works of America. Yeah. Yeah, Amer- yeah everything. The like library centric Put everything in there we can. It's like the internet of the back in the day. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Without as much lying. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. There were no uh Wikipedia editors. Who I knows? F- I feel like if you cite the Library of Congress, it has a little bit more gravitas than if you cite Wikipedia probably sure. <laughs> or Urban Dictionary. <laughs> probably true. Probably true. <laughs> the Library of Congress. No, they. I think they're they're archival. Yeah, they're in nature, ar- archival is the good word. Yeah, That's they a good they, they try to collect everything. Right. And and have it for prosperity.
0: Right. To future generations can see this yeah, like is like a museum
1: for knowledge. This
0: is what we made or or media stuff.
1: stuff. Right. It it's a place with stuff. <laughs> it's a place with
0: stuff. Go do things. All
1: right.
0: The Lomaxes uh recorded Hootie a couple times and they kept bringing better equipment each time. And the Lomaxes loved this guy. Like it is exactly like that's the guy they were looking for, okay. right? So they recorded please pardon me. Uh didn't work didn't work a second time. Right, so. Well, actually this time he addressed it to Louisiana governor Okay, Alan was his name. I, I guess he was agreeable. Okay, <laughs> okay, and uh, and they did they did. Please pardon me, and goodnight, Irene. Now that's a song I think we've heard of. Oh yeah.
1: Do we have any Ooh. buttons?
0: But, uh, th- those? Nah, we'll get there. All right. Even though he was disqualified for early release due to his priors, the Lomax has put in a request, and.
1: He gets pardoned. <laughs> Again. Again. There you ha- go. I-, I feel like the Lomaxes came in. Hey, excuse me, God. <laughs> harumph, harump. Can we uh, get this guy pardoned?
0: Oh, my God. We'll totally get there. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so awesome. Well, you said
1: they were from Harvard, so I'm, I'm just thinking. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Ben harumph. has a Harvard accent.
0: I love it. You guys <laughs> chin way just out. your oh. chin out and talk about Harvard. That's awesome. So, uh yeah, he gets pardoned, man. So Hootie is uh released again in nineteen thirty four. So he said it was a song, but Louisiana, like the government says it was like a cost savings
1: measure. So tomato, tomato. You know, I wish they'd pardon more people on a cost savings measure today. I it's probably coming, right? No, I I, um, no, I uh, it's a big business jail these days. That's true. Yeah. I agree. I don't think a lot of people that are in the system should be in the system.
0: Awkward. What? Nothing. It's just we're a crime story talking about people in prison. I, and
1: like, you you know. kill people, yeah, go to jail. Okay. But there's some little ticky-tack bullshit things that we're keeping people locked up for that I'm not willing to pay for as a taxpayer. I feel like...
0: The other, like some numbers and computer crime, should be a little more serious because that affects more people a lot of time. like the Bernie Madoff type I, stuff. You know what I, I mean? Guess,
1: I guess to each their own what they think people should or shouldn't Man, be in I prison for. Know. Well, that's I true. Just, I, I just can... feel like we should say, okay, let's list all the laws. 4% of our population should always be in prison. Let's just keep the laws. Why? So, why, I, why can I nobody feel like <laughs> be in prison? 4% are. There's like. We got to make an example out of that. Many. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's dictatorship. So once we hit 4%, people. once we hit 4%, we can't put any more people in until we take other people out. So now you got to make the decision. What's worse, racketeering or selling drugs or prostitution Whoa. or this, that or the other? I'm just, I'm thinking there are some people in jail right now. I don't want to pay for that. It didn't do something, in my opinion, that bad. I guess. Oh, he had he had a bu- a little, like, a quarter of an ounce of marijuana. Yeah. That's legal. Well, oh, there are people in jail for marijuana right now. Where is now? <laughs> they had to do it today. What it is the? Legal.
2: Dude. <laughs>
0: Where's that guy's pardoned? Yeah, a bunch of guys. Come on, man. Dude.
1: <laughs> if you can't pardon me, at least bring me some marijuana. I see. The marijuanas. Bring the marijuana. All right. Well, all right. All right. All right. So, so he's getting pardoned again. What <clears throat> I keep saying. All right, so uh, whenever you hear "all right, so," let's Ben shut up, take a drink.
0: <laughs> Nineteen thirty-four, jobs are scarce, especially for an ex-con, but the Lomaxes hire uh, Lead Belly as a recording assistant, quote unquote, and they take him to New York City. New York City. New York City. It's where I get my salsa. He also starts touring, like, East Coast colleges and universities. So, as you said... They oh, look at our da-da. smoking black man. So, he now... we will be playing a for you. The 12-string guitar. Uh, we'll show you what not to let your children listen to. <laughs> okay.
1: Oh, I know. <laughs>
2: wow.
0: <laughs> so, no, you're right, though. Uh, Lead Belly was... I just have Hoodie. I'm going to go back to Hoodie. Hoodie, uh... He he's got he scares people like he's got this huge size he's got this big huge scar down his face and his neck.
1: He's a black dude, right?
0: Uh, right. Okay. In 1934. 19- <laughs> so there's ah! <laughs> a black guy. Right. <laughs> he's got 12-string guitar. He's he calls the scene, dude. I mean, yeah. Yeah, big big scarred up black dude with
1: right. a monster guitar
0: wearing a scarf or wearing a bandana and like singing the the Devil's music. Singing the Devil's
1: music. So Oh, that was rock. Which is a derivative of the blues.
0: Lomax, Alan. <laughs> Lomax comma Allen, uh, negotiated a contract with Macmillan Publishing to write a book about folk songs. Folk songs. That would include Hootie's life story and history of his songs. Okay. So uh, Hootie moves into a house in Connecticut. So owned- he's
1: not really still that mainstream. No. No. Not as of yet. They're, they're, they're just looking for a little piece of Americana to write about because uh, right. the blues was still I mean it was it was then there oh
0: Blind Lemon's killing it bro yeah like, he's killing the blues but folk music now remember Hoodie is a folk guy so he's not a blues guy. we'll get there we'll, well get, we'll get there blues. in a minute okay Okay. so Hoodie moves into this house in Connecticut it's owned by some social Uh and he needed to get away from like New York City publicity seekers to work on a book right so their people were kind of after him but he didn't like that stuff so he's like I'm a, I'm not staying in the limelight. And so, so he to Connecticut. Right, and he's working on the book with Lomax, okay. comma, comma Allen. And uh 1935, he marries Martha Promise. What happened to his old lady? El- I told you he left Elfie when he went on the run as Walter Boyd. Oh, he just left her. <laughs> he's he's getting done. <laughs> all right. Yeah, <laughs> <we're- laughs> all those chicks, memory is like banging 15, <laughs> 20 chicks a night.
1: <laughs> left his... Like, left the, right. The, they were they were they, mar- they were married.
0: They were married.
1: Just Never got to just, eh.
0: I'm Walter Boyd. It wasn't me.
1: <laughs> so. I have an endless supply of names.
0: <laughs> I can do this all day. I'm Boyd Walter now. Uh, you'll never find me.
1: <laughs> no, this is, we don't have the internets now.
0: 1935, Mary's March. to Promise. Uh, Hoodie begins recording for the American Record Company, ARC. And they insist he sing blues uh, instead of the folk music he was better at.
1: That's what it was selling.
0: That's it what it was selling. It wasn't a big jump,
1: I bet you, right? though.
0: Well, alright. Nineteen thirty-six Hoodie publishes forty-eight songs. Most all of them are most all of them are about depression era conditions of blacks. It's
1: and uh right what you know.
0: blues wasn't his thing, so the songs weren't very popular. Okay. Uh reports state Hoodie threatened Lomax with a knife, and uh their friendship ended after that. Really? Here's the deal. Lomax was in charge of Hoodie's finances, and when he brought him to New York, he's like, oh, you're going back to that thing where you like drinking and fighting. So I'm going to keep you on a tight budget. And Hoodie didn't like that. So one day, he's like, dude, these guys out here are telling me that they get this much money. And Where's you're like, money? telling me I get this much yeah. money. And, he, you know, he's putting into an account for him. He wasn't screwing him.
1: I can see both sides. So, eh, I can see both sides. I mean, go. I'm an adult. Give me what. Give me my money. Sometimes you have to protect maybe what this guy thought was his investment. That's possible, too. You know, like, hey, I want you to do better. It reads like he's trying to help this
0: ex-con
1: Listen, like reintegrate into yeah, society. Yeah, and we all know those people. If I give you a million dollars, you'll kill yourself.
0: You people? Did you just say that, Ben?
1: No, we all know people.
0: What do you mean, you people?
1: <laughs> That's your... No, I don't say you people. That's your... your No, if you, <laughs> you have, I have... I know people that if they got the lottery given to them, whatever. Oh, dude. Uh, Classic story. One year, gone. Yeah. Burn through thing. the money and be dead.
0: Some Australian mil- millionaire ate McDonald's cheeseburgers every day, wasted his money.
1: Gone. Tens All right. Of I don't think he was gonna eat cheeseburgers. That's Maybe was gonna eat. Cheeseburgers. It's a different podcast. No, there was no I cheese want a back then. No right refrigerated now. cheese. We talked about Louisiana, now cheeseburgers. Ugh. Do they have cheeseburgers in Louisiana? Well, they have McDonald's in Louisiana. Well, let us know
0: at Crime and Yeah, Po Go Boys. To- <laughs> so, po- right. you know what? A
1: po- it's, it's, it's like a shrimp's little sandwich. It's
0: pretty. I good. don't like shrimp, man. It's oh, are you my kidding thing. me? Yeah, I don't. We can't be I'm friends sorry.
1: anymore. Wow. All
0: right. all right. All right. All right. We're out. Good luck. Well, all right. That ended their friendship. This ends our friendship. <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't a knife, but not a, the <laughs> a shrimp and fork. <laughs> we can't.
1: <laughs> we can't get over the shrimp. It's not passable. It's a <laughs> issue. Here, let's
0: move on. March 5th, 1939, uh, with little commercial success. Hoodie's struggling financially. Right. And so, what do you do? You turn to porn.
2: No. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Uh,
0: He's arrested for assaulting a man with a knife.
1: This guy.
3: This guy. That's assault, brother.
1: That's
0: (laughs) the last time I'll do that. I just...
1: This guy and his knife knife thing.
0: He reportedly stabbed the guy 16 times. Wow. Really? That's definitely assault. All right. So, he gets convicted of third-degree assault. (gasps) Uh (laughs) (laughs) That's what it's...
2: (laughs) He He is
0: in jail again. He gets less than a year in prison. And uh, during the trial, he makes some recordings for Musiccraft, which is just a small music
1: company. I guess if you're this guy, you're like, I'm Teflon. I can do whatever I want, <laughs> make some music, and I'll get some dumbass governor. To right, let my some ass... governor. i good. I two whatever. out of two, man. Yeah, yep, I'm 100%. I'm no, I don't know any different. This is the this is my this is my M.O.
0: So 51-year-old hoodie is serving his uh, fourth prison sentence. Oh, he's
1: he's he's kind of older then. Well, for his
0: fifth knife fight, if you're keeping count, <laughs>
1: that's about uh, a decade. Yeah.
0: 1940, after serving eight months, hoodie is released from again jail yeah. again uh, yeah right when i pointed to you you say again That's again uh now folk music was the thing in new york city so in, he, the, in the what year 1940 the 40s he totally hit dude like he's playing twice a week at the apollo he's doing interviews for people they're doing they're recording him for like time newsreels and stuff like that he's out there jamming with woody guthrie and pete Seeger. like these are big folk guys yeah back in the day so
1: so so he just if the it he it, 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 it he never really changed. They just <laughs> no. They just caught it. They like, hey, you're cool now. I, you know, I feel. I feel. I know. I know exactly how that feels.
0: I collect the facts, and you lay them out because no. I didn't really put that together. I guess he is the same, right? Yeah, he's he still never doing changed
1: the same thing, right? I didn't
0: really. <clears throat> so, all right, 1942. Um, he gets a couple of recordings that he gave to the Library of Congress, and if all. Reading comprehension and Mrs. Cushman taught me correctly in first grade. I read properly. I can play you two things called Mr. President recordings. He wrote these pres- uh, recordings for presidents. Geez, Truman.
1: Truman dropped the bomb. He what, what? year?
0: 1942.
1: Yeah, I guess it was around. Was around Truman?
0: So what they labeled them as Who was the la-
1: before Truman. Was it Eisenhower?
0: Eisenhower.
1: So we're probably. About here we Probably go! Wrong frickin' millennia.
0: Oh, most certainly.
2: Uh. Now, my name is Judy Ledbetter, better known as Ledbetter, born in, in Louisiana. And I'm talking directly to the high sorters of the whole United States, who's been trying to get Gill them to hesitate. And I'm going to sing this song to the honorable, good, kind President Roosevelt. Oh, Roosevelt. Okay. That's our president.
0: I was singing this all last night. I should have remembered.
2: That sounds like Hank. We'll get there. Senior. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. President the Bell. done all he can Try to get some Japanese about playing fast.
1: I guess he didn't have a metronome. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's the yeah, same
2: What's
0: that
2: about? About the, oh. Oh. All right. about the war. President Roosevelt, he is mighty fine, trying to get these Japanese, get this stuff off their mind About this war, it's about this war.
0: That's not our fuzz. No, that's, that's our fuzz. That's, that's, <laughs> that's,
2: that's, that's legit, Roosevelt man. President Roosevelt said there would be no stormy weather. He's going faster, like, like a train, man. <laughs>
1: Just to reaffirm, what is the wall? The wall? The wall, the
0: wall? wall.
2: Did you wall?
1: He might be cold.
2: The president ended all the bells. <laughs> he <Yeah>. had the right mind. When to sound all his...
0: This guy can write songs <laughs> yeah, that get him out of jail. I feel like there's
1: a couple he forest rhymes. He
0: might have ended a- the war. I mean, I'm just saying. in
2: 1917, it was all for me. I think he needs a band.
1: Like he needs a percussion instrument to keep him in time. Give me a washboard. Maybe me oh. out of time. Well, time wasn't really the thing. I
2: mean, do you yeah. not
1: want to finish this? No, 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 no. Okay. We can talk over it. That's fine. um No, I don't. I. This is lead belly. I. This is lead belly, man. I. I thought I would hear some stuff I'd recognize.
0: Well, I got I got another one here lined up for you, which okay. you also have not heard. <laughs> which, <laughs> so. which
1: nobody's ever... I, I've heard of Lead Belly, but I... I don't know,
0: he's this old. No, I, yeah, no it's, he's, he's old, it's true. And it's interesting, um, we'll get there, but there's a lot of musicians who cite him as influence, and uh, he, he has... He has 500 songs in his catalog.
1: I feel like he's making this up as we go.
0: He has 500 songs cataloged in his brain, they said. Like, that was a big reputation for him. Like, ask oh, him to could. play any one of the 500 songs.
1: That he plays. That he plays.
0: Yeah, okay, when you say it out loud, it's like, how would I know if you're wrong? <laughs> They're your songs. Well, I don't. Did he use both chords for all 500 songs? <laughs> I guess, yeah, probably. Not power chords, though. That, wasn't, that was not for Keith Moon and the Who.
2: All right. Yay! Yay. Woo!
0: That's, that's what we got there for uh, Library of Congress. Thank you so much. Mr. President Recordings, 1942, Lead Belly.
1: Yeah, about the war and... Who Ledbetter better? And uh, Roosevelt. And he wanted him to end... I, I think... I felt like he wanted him to end the it war. It sounded like end the war like, to me. But I kind of felt like he said, make Japanese understand. <laughs>
0: he did kind of put that in
1: there. But I don't think Roosevelt ended the war.
0: No, I don't believe he did.
1: No. So, so yeah, maybe the next president listened to him.
0: Well, Was let's see. There is a B-side to this particular scratchy-ass old record. It's entitled... Eisenhower and this war? <laughs> Mr. Hitler.
2: Now this is about Mr. Hitler. Mr. Hitler has been a tough man. He's been a tough, tough man? People to make a song about Mr. Hitler about three years ago, but I didn't. Mr. Hitler understood this good I think, long enough. Now this is a song about Mr. Hitler
0: much different than the war song.
1: It's just him on the guitar. Very good progression. Just a very simple progression. That he did.
2: It started out in 1932.
1: Yes, he started out in 1932.
2: I Miss mean, Kate kind of Bluezy, you can't call it 2000. Taking you home from the
1: This is the blues. Now, if they didn't want to play the they did they wanted As blues one thing from
2: them.
0: this is blues. Is You hear that 12 string though? Like it's very full.
2: Mr. Did do
0: they say he would play the bass with his thumb like a thumb pick and play the bass strings. The top of to the bass strings and then like
2: clink, the pick, pick
0: and strum the, the, the higher strings. We're gonna, it to
2: the gonna it to the
1: It's like thrash. Gonna Brian's now holding his down. hand up in the air and just like waving it up like headbanging
0: baby. They're
2: gonna bring him to the ground. Bring him to the, We're the ground. They're gonna bring him to the ground. Oh, a transition. It's good, man. Yeah. It's like he a gone breakdown gone really
1: the bridge. You call it. That's how
2: that's how Zeppelin does it, man. It's true. It's yeah. <laughs> he really
1: It's all recycled bullshit, isn't it? <laughs> Only 12 notes what a man can play, can play, play
2: my <laughs> man. <he will> be <laughs> shut down Western music. In love. We're gonna tear your playhouse
0: down. You tear your
1: playhouse down. He's talking to Hitler
0: there.
2: Directly.
1: You think Hitler listened to this? <laughs> he might have.
0: No, no, he wouldn't have respected his particular perspective, if you know what I'm saying.
1: Is, uh, he wouldn't listen to the black dude. Wouldn't listen to the no, black dude. No, Hitler would not have. Yeah. Didn't they have the Olympics in Germany that one year and he wouldn't let the black people sure play or something? Yeah. Or the black people didn't play?
0: He didn't watch, I don't think. Uh, that was like Jesse Owens' oh, one. Oh,
1: yeah. And beat all of Hitler's Beat them all by a fair yeah.
0: margin. That's where the uh, Nike company came from. They made shoes. Yeah? Yep.
2: Huh.
1: It's
0: like two songs. They're longer songs, aren't they?
1: No, I mean, they have like two. Two different songs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Put together. Like, this is one, and then he speeds up, and that's the other one, and he goes back to this one.
0: There's a Neil Young song like that that I hate. We played (laughs) it for years. You're not really narrowing it down. No, we played it for years, and, uh... Free World? No, I don't remember, man, but...
2: But the American people say he's the biggest old liar you ever seen. We're gonna tear you to the top. We're gonna tear you to the top. We're gonna tear, tear you
1: to the top. He's patriotic. Yeah. No, very They're much so. Him yeah, he's ground. down for the struggle. They're gonna
2: bring him to the ground.
1: War is bad.
2: War, yeah. War is that. It is a law, he nothing but a going. Alright. Is it law? Oh, he nothing but a agitator. Hitler is
0: nothing but an agitator.
2: And he put them jobs out. They ain't nothing but a syndicator.
0: Syndicator. They're <laughs>
2: gonna tell that. We're gonna take it gonna Get go in town
1: ground. and beat. eat brown rice whoa i
0: don't know don't be eating the brown
1: <laughs>
0: Leadbelly, belly everybody all Woo! Right. i
1: that i i i guess i didn't know him at all
2: <laughs> i guess i didn't know Leadbelly. belly you did i'd heard
1: the name i think my dad might have some albums oh i bet like some old really vinyl bet. that right uh, of him We'll get there. We're almost there. Oh, <laughs> <We're> almost <laughs> we there. better almost be there. Yeah, that's get, a thin stack
0: of cards, you got Up, Brian. Nineteen forty-four. Uh, Hoodie heads west to Hollywood to be in the pictures. Okay. No dice. Nah, he does not. Uh, Scour he doesn't probably. Doesn't do okay with the. the you know, uh, he does good playing the club scenes though. Right back in the in the nightclubs and so. So he does a good job there doing that. In nineteen forty-six, he returns to New York City. not for the West Coast. You guys suck. No offense. Uh, That's what Hoodie said, not me. In a book called (laughs) A Tribute of Hoodie Ledbetter, published uh, in England, he made some money off of that. So the English are now like really big fans of Hoodie. And so he goes touring. In 1949, while touring in France, Hoodie is diagnosed with amyotrophic lateral sclerosis (ALS), uh, as we know it, Lou Gehrig's disease.
1: Yeah. And that knee. What you want to call him? let name them after a disease. No, that's not how it works. But go ahead. Yeah, Lou Gehrig's disease. All right,
0: this is my Lou Gehrig's disease story, and uh, I'm gonna set the cards <laughs> down because this actually happened to me. Meeting my in-laws for the first time at a Thanksgiving dinner, and my wife and I go, and just everybody's, they obviously every, every, their family on the outsider, everybody's, ah, everybody's loud and talking and stuff like that, and uh, somehow the topic came up of. Like, should have seen that coming, right? Like, the topics of, oh, you should have seen that coming, right? And I was like, ha, like Lou Gehrig, right? Like, should have seen that coming.
1: Which is an old comedy bit from what comic? I thought
0: of like, Seinfeld where I stole it from. like
1: Probably, yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: And, and my mother-in-law now, she's now my mother-in-law, she just goes, oh, he doesn't know it, does he? <laughs> so, apparently, uh, Grandma <laughs> had recently passed away. Of, of ALS. ALS. <laughs> and nobody told the boyfriend... And so that really brought a screaming halt to the fun festivities Insert of Thanksgiving. Foot
3: yeah. Directly
1: into mouth. Like, yeah, nice,
0: Brian. Like, who'd you bring? Who'd you bring to dinner here, honey? Thanks.
1: So that was fun. Anyway, Making fun of my dead mother. Uh,
0: he dies six months later in New York City on December 6, 1949 At
1: sixty-one. Oh, he got back to the states
0: then. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. that was pretty quick though. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. Forty-nine. Uh, what did I say? Yeah, December. Okay. Anyway, he's sixty-one. Uh, he's buried at shiloh baptist church graveyard mooringsport louisiana so he went back oh
1: got back home all right and
0: uh as you've been asking this whole time why is he relevant besides (laughs) the obvious right like i celebrate his entire catalog yeah Uh, i don't so uh songs midnight special Goodnight irene rock island line cotton fields those are all inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame class of 1988
1: and uh, did he have some people you think like redo some of his stuff?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. Brian's holding up the last card. <laughs> we'll He's, get like, Shut there. The F up and just listen no. for a minute.
0: <laughs> people covering hoodie, the animals, House of the Rising Sun, CCR Midnight Special, and Cotton Fields. Nirvana, Where Did You Sleep Last Night? Remember that on Oh unplugged? yeah.
2: Where did you sleep? Yeah, I just heard that today on
0: my
1: iPod. Right. My Abba, I- I- Abba,
0: pick a Bale of Cotton and Midnight Special, The Rolling Stones. The bourgeoisie blues, which is really when the whip whip comes down, they just sort of stole the melody and changed the words. And then Uh, Led Zeppelin, Gallus Pole is what Hootie called it, and they turned it into Gallus Pole. And then Van Morrison did cover A Good Night Irene, Johnny Cash, Grateful Dead, The Beach Boys, Tom Waits, Rod Stewart, The White Stripes. No shit. All covered Lead Belly songs.
1: Well, he I guess he laid a lot of ground with those 500 songs.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's dude,
1: right? That's and you're, like you said, there's only so, so many notes you can play. Right. And so many orders of so many notes.
0: He just happened to nail them all before anybody <laughs> else. And so, put them in the like Library like, of Congress. Right, in the Library of Congress. Cooked them, and so now they're on yeah, record. I did this. So, it's like
1: taking every domain name <laughs> possible. <laughs>
0: McDonald.com. Or, yeah, man. So Try that's, Big Boobs with a Z. Big, <laughs> big Boobs, S, Big Boobs, Z. dot .net, dot .com, dot .biz, dot .gov, dot .org uh he i mean that's the guy man right like you heard of him now you know a little more about him yeah. he, <laughs> you got me though he never changed i never saw that like usually i see a progression in these people like oh okay they're starting to learn they're not fucking up as much but this guy i don't kept think getting he... in fights and brawls and but he and was only the moonshine for and... his
1: lifetime and maybe not even his peak popularity maybe he was dead or at least it was at the very end of his... Oh,
0: he's his most popular, he was definitely passed away. Yeah. It's like
1: the 90s or whatever, 2000s. So you never got any of that pre-Madonna bullshit out of this guy. Not really. He never... He was grungy street musician. He did what he did for so. no other reason. He tried to make money at it, but other than just the last few years of his life, maybe a little bit.
0: Timing, man.
1: I mean, you know. I bet he didn't die rich.
0: No, he died penniless, it said.
1: Yeah. So So he was doing what he was doing, not for fame and or fortune. At least he didn't get famous. He fortune. didn't.
0: I mean, he didn't know anything else, right? He stopped going to school and just started playing on the streets. So. Yeah,
1: it's, he's like he's like a lot of our 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 most famous artists of our. Yeah, you know, like An artiste life. Now, I guess Picasso was famous before he died, but like barely. And Ram, Rembrandt and Van, they weren't. No, he was. Hundred
0: years later, man, everybody's talking about you. Yeah,
1: you don't. Isn't that what your <laughs> shit don't sell till you're dead? Isn't that what
0: you want? Like, isn't that the goal?
1: I'd like to enjoy some fame and fortune a little bit before I die. I mean, if I'm going to get it, we ain't going to get it.
0: No. But still, uh, you know, this is now in the annals of history.
1: Yeah, the annals.
0: (laughs) If we can get into Library of Congress, that'd be great. So since we said Library of Congress, that's our cue to get the hell out of here. So, and I said so like five million times. I'm so sorry.
1: I, I I had I enjoyed this one. I did. I guess I I thought I'd know something about this guy. I didn't know Jack squat.
3: <laughs> I don't know anything. It's nothing. so long ago.
1: Nothing. That's what you kept saying. I, love I heard, it. I heard so the name. Ago. I'm like, oh, I gotta know something about this guy. Nope. Lead Belly. Didn't know nothing. All right. Well, cool. if you
0: want to learn more about Lead Belly, go to LibraryCongress.gov and type in Lead Belly. It'll take you to him. Blind Lemon. Jefferson and all the rest of the guys in the 1800 turn of the century 200 years
1: ago. Well, not 200 years ago. And you hear some scratchy music with the ticks and the pops.
0: Two centuries ago.
1: You're right. You got well, me on that. in over two centuries. Hey, but man. We're at the beginning of one. They're at the end of the other. We're so it's like 20 years
0: deep almost. It's 2019. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Where's my jetpack? If you want jetpacks and more, hit us up on all the Instagrams and Facebooks and Twitters and all that stuff. The social media nerds know what to do. Uh, send us an email, uh, like people, good people in North Dakota. Carol, what's up? What's up, Carol? Uh, Woo! Crime music at gmail.com. Man, I got nothing else for you. We, we need Alaska and Hawaii at this point. Well, we, we got. This is fine, we're still good, but we need Alaska and Hawaii, and, and boy, what do we do?
1: Uh, well, we'll just keep plugging along, baby.
0: We're going to have to go to vacation there and just listen to it there, and then we'll get the download
1: credit from <laughs> Alaska more, and Hawaii. More people uh, so. on, the, on, the, on the fundraising. <laughs> right <there>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, catch us every other week. We'll be here for you at the new true crime and a new musical mayhem story. Like the song says, never trust a big butt and a smile.
1: Hey, Brian, what's in that...